Welcome to the Making Midlife Matter podcast. My name is Peggy Hames, and I'm a minister, I'm a coach for women in midlife, and I'm a writer of about half a dozen books to this point. And I also bring you this podcast each week. Now, back when I was at seminary, I was in a stage production of Clarence Jordan's Cotton Patch Gospels. If you're not familiar with them, he translated the Gospels into Southern English, and so uh, Jesus' ministry basically takes place in Georgia. But one of the things, one of those translations that really stuck with me and has meant a lot to me through the years is that whenever the angels or when Jesus said, you know, be not afraid, Jordan translated that as, you don't have to be so scared. Y'all don't have to be so scared. And that just really, ah, it just connected with something in my heart. So I was thinking earlier this week about the fact that today, as I record this, is the first Sunday in Advent, and deciding that I, I wanted to do an Advent series. So the series we're going to look at for the next four weeks is going to be based on the things that make you afraid, the things that scare you. And the first one today is being too much. Now, you may have no idea of what I'm talking about here, although I suspect there are a lot of women listening to this who are not in your heads because you know on a gut level what that means. I'll give you an example. My mother was my biggest advocate for education. Um, Her parents made her drop out of college after two years because she didn't want to be a teacher or a nurse, and so there was no reason for a woman to be in college in the 40s if she wasn't going to do either one of those things. So part of the consequence was that it was like one of her life, part of her life purpose was to support me in getting my own education, not only college, but also graduate school. But even so, when I was in high school, she would tell me things like, you don't want to be too smart. It, the boys won't like you. Don't let them see how smart you are. Like, dumb yourself down. Don't be too much in the classroom because the boys won't like you. You may have had the experience of being told in one way or another, don't be too good. It will make the men uncomfortable. <coughs> now we've talked about the glass ceiling. There, there are lots of different forms of that. But we've gotten the messages through the years of don't be too much. Don't be too smart. Don't be too good at what you do. Because the guys aren't going to like it. You may uh, have, as I have had at different points in my career, had some real negative consequences of shining too much. You know, you you get this reaction. One, either you're ignored. Like I remember being in a 
a meeting of a, a national board and in our subcommittee I had made a comment and it, immediately it was just like it wasn't ignored but it was taken down it was like you don't know what you're talking about basically I got told you don't know what you're talking about so we brought it to the larger board and you know what they made exactly the same comment and the person who had told me you don't know what you're talking about I saw him listening and nodding his head as another man told him that exact same thing so there there are all of these ways that we learn that we need to stay in our lanes and not be too much you could be good but not too good you know if you were good on the basketball court you better not be better than the guys because they're not going to let you play anymore. If you're too smart, boys won't like you. I mean, just terrible, toxic messages. And it actually continues in the church that, you know, we're told don't be prideful. Don't be too full of ourselves. And I've talked to so many women who have struggled with that. And they have internalized that to mean that they shouldn't own any of their gifts. They shouldn't celebrate any of their accomplishments. They they shouldn't articulate any of their strengths. And the message in the church isn't that the boys won't like you. The message is that God won't like you. That it's like you're being too much for God. So this really comes into play in midlife because one of the things that happens for women in midlife is we start getting our voices back or we start listening to that voice inside that we've ignored for such a long time. And that voice may be saying that, you know, we... it having a relationship that's not abusive is great but it's okay to want for something more than that or to realize that you know this work that I'm doing doesn't feel like my work anymore or that that's really that's really not okay I, I was doing some reflection earlier this morning about some different places in my life and I realized that I had one point not so many years ago where I'd, I found my voice with someone and someone who I could never confront before but they said hey why don't you do this why don't you make nice with this person and I was able to say no I don't need to do that because this isn't my stuff and I won't. And it was incredibly empowering. So sometimes in midlife, women get tagged with, well, just having gone crazy in menopause, when that's really not the case. The Really, what's happened is we have begun to reclaim our voices. And this can be terribly uncomfortable 
when you have grown up with that fear of too much. You know, the that old message, what if they don't like us? And it may not be the boys anymore or the girls anymore, but it's just like, what, what if they don't like us? What if the people at church don't like us? What if the people in my Sunday school class don't like me? What if the people in my small group don't like me? Um, I know of folks who, who started speaking truth in church situations, and it became incredibly painful because people wanted them back in their place. They were, in some ways, too much. You may be told that you're too pushy or you're too assertive or even that you're unspiritual. I had a, a supervisor one time who said that, that many people's favorite hymn is, Just as I am without one plea, come wipe your muddy boots on me. So what happens when we start saying, no, you can't do that anymore, or I'm not going to do that anymore? We can get a pushback of people saying, what's wrong with you? Well, you used to be so nice. Now, you used to be willing to do anything for Jesus. And man, it's tough when that Jesus card gets played. We can be told, we can tell ourselves, and we can be told that, well, what if we're not humble enough? You know, if we're putting it out there, it's like, yeah, I'm a good writer. I, I have this devotional book that I wrote, and it's been out a few years now. And I tell you, I get the most amazing responses to this book. It's called Strugglers, Stragglers, and Seekers. And, I mean, I mainly wrote it because I, I really love writing devotionals. But the response, I mean, what people tell me has been incredible. There, there are people who are translating it into different languages just because they love it so much and they want to share it in the countries where they live. I mean, that's, that is amazing stuff. That is incredible stuff for a writer. But it took me so long to get to the point where I could just say, yeah, yeah, I think this is a really incredible devotional book. Yeah, I think, I really think it is one of the best ones out there. And I do. And it took me so long to get to the point where I could say that and not feel shame and not feel like I was being too prideful or too full of myself or too much. See, one of the ways we keep ourselves in these little boxes is because we're afraid that if we step out, we will commit the sin of being too much. One of the things that I, I do these days as a part of my ministry is I work part-time as a hospital chaplain. And I've been at this little hospital for about a year and a half now. And we're part of a, a larger corporate structure and one day my boss said to me she said you are one of the best people I know at self-promotion now some of you may be immediately cringing at that saying oh my gosh what an awful thing to have said about you but it wasn't 
she didn't mean it in that, oh, you're just always talking about yourself kind of way. You're always bragging on yourself kind of way. What she meant was that I wasn't afraid to talk about what I was doing. And I wasn't afraid to talk about the things I had to offer. And I wasn't afraid to claim what I did well. And I'm really clear on the things I don't do well. And if if you want a list, I'll, I'll give it to you off the air. But, no, actually I won't, because we don't need to go there. That's That's the place where too many of us live too much of the time. So that fear of being too much is not really our fear. We're internalizing the fear of everybody else around us who is afraid, one, that if we step outside the box, they won't know how to respond to us. It's like we're we're changing the steps of the dance and they don't know what the steps are anymore. And secondly, every time a person finds their voice and starts to speak with the truth of their soul, they challenge everyone around them to do the same thing. And a lot of the shaming that you get back is from the fear of other people who are also afraid of being too much. It really is a spiritual issue, but not in the way that we've been talking about. It's a spiritual issue in that I truly believe that God calls us to live into the fullness of who we were created to be. God doesn't want us to fit into little boxes. God wants us to shine. God wants us to blaze. There was a a great line from from one of the saints. Um, (coughs) I want to say it was Teresa of Avila. But she said, how can we thank God for our gifts if we pretend we don't have any? And I would say, how can we truly thank God for our gifts if we pretend like they are so small and marble-sized? You know, we, we have these little dollhouse-sized gifts, we think. And God is saying, man, I furnished this mansion for you. What are you doing with it? So my challenge to you this week is to challenge yourself every time you hear that voice or feel that feeling or feel the fear of being too much. Challenge it. Too much of what? Too much of you? That's who God made you to be. Thanks for joining me today. And if you have found this to be helpful, I hope that you will share it with your friends. Uh, Feel free to leave a review on iTunes. I'll be back next week with the second in the series of What Scares You. 
In the meantime, you can find me at heartcallings.com. Follow my blog there. I am getting ready to have a big announcement. And um, I'm just waiting for some technical things to fall into place here. I'm so close to it. Hopefully that technical that announcement will be posted this week. But keep checking back. In the meantime, take care.